Community Voice Podcast, episode number 29. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Community Voice Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. What did you say? I can't hear you. I know. It's bad. Speak up there, woman. I'm trying. Anyway, that's my wife, Stephanie Ravenscraft, by the way, who has no voice. On the Community Voice. (laughs) She has no voice on the Community Voice. Anyway, we are here today to interview yet another GSPN.TV Plus member, and I'm excited to get to talk to James Kennison, who is on the line with us now. James, how are you? I'm doing great, Cliff. Thanks for having me. We're, uh, we are so thankful to have you here, and uh, we can at least hear his voice. We can hear him great. <laughs> Actually, I uh, I, who I'm that? sorry. I'll talk a little <laughs> bit more like please, I should. Please don't. All you right. sound fantastic. James, let me tell you something, my friend. You and I, have we talked? We've talked once or twice personally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've talked a couple times, but uh, not nearly as much as I think we should have, <laughs> given <laughs> as much as we know about each other and, and uh, our communities. I, I'm just going to say right now that James is a is a very popular podcaster among the GSPN.TV community fan base. I mean, they 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 know James and his family extremely well. And I must say that I, I feel kind of bad because I don't know as much about James other than all the totally awesome things that I hear about you and nobody's listening and the fact that people cry and weep when you decide not to do an episode <laughs> and stuff like that. So James, tell us a little bit about yourself and your family and, and, and your and your experience in podcasting. Okay. I'm a 37-year-old guy with a wife of 15 years this year, uh, a couple of kids. I'm actually a full-time uh, children's pastor. been doing that for the last 10 years, living here in St. Pete, Florida, and uh, started podcasting in December of 06 uh, with my flagship show, Nobody's Listening, where we're just telling funny life stories and inviting others to do the same. And, uh, you know, that is, I don't know, podcasts are a lot like Pringles, potato chips. You can't eat just one. You can't have just one. So, uh, you know, we've done several others. I've got my wife involved, got my daughter and I, we do a show, um, and just, just loving my hobby, loving it to death. Nice. Very cool. I, I know that feeling, my friend, of, of loving it so much that you just want to keep doing it over and over again. And so let me ask you this. Are you still doing Nobody's Listening? Yeah, we took a six-month hiatus. Uh, I thought I I was done with it. I thought I wanted to do something else, and uh, we were drawn back, and we're four episodes into our reboot. Um, It's a little different than the shows prior. We've brought some other elements in. Um, We're kind of not – we're still telling funny life stories, but we've brought in some some elements that celebrate genius and and some of the awesome things that are out there on the web. Uh, We've added uh, random word stories where we try to pick our brains to to – fill in a story for a word and all of them are true, you know, things like that. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, the, uh, the, it, it is definitely a reboot and it's been fun trying to find out what the show wants to be. If you can understand that. Yep. I absolutely understand that. Uh, in fact, uh, I am I'm, I'm actually kind of, it, it sounds really weird. I was very much looking forward to being a guest on nosebuddies listening. Cause you had invited me yeah. to come on. 
And uh, I was almost hesitant to accept it because I'll, I'll be honest with you, I only listened to just a little bit of one episode over the long period of time. And it's not because I didn't like the show. It's just that it, it's mostly a comedy show. Am I right? Right. It, and and I've never been the type. I'm, I'm one of those super too serious for yourself kind of people. And, and so most of my podcast is all about business and boring technology and, and all that other junk that I, but so I, I never really took a lot of time for, for, um, comedy podcast. And when I, when you invited me on, I'll be honest with you, you know, as much as I love to talk and I love to, <laughs> I love to be on other people's show. I was a little bit nervous about coming oh, on wow. to your show and you can ask yeah. Eric Fisher about this because he and I, right when you invited me on, um, and, and actually I think Daniel Lewis and, uh, Jeremy Laughlin, uh, you can ask all three of those guys. We were, we were on our way to PodCamp Ohio and we had stayed at a hotel and I'm sitting there asking these guys, okay, you guys got to really fill me in. How, tell me about this show. Tell me how it works. And they're explaining this. And the more they're telling me, the more nervous I'm getting because I'm, supposed, oh, wow. because I'm, I'm supposed to tell you some kind of funny story. I'm supposed to tell some <laughs> funny story that that's really hilarious. And, and it's like. You guys don't get it. I'm a I'm a serious guy. You know, I, I I don't I don't tell jokes. I don't tell funny stuff. I I'm just I'm just me and and I'm I'm all business. And, mm-hmm. and they and it's like you gotta have something. It's like and so finally it came out. It, it took literally. It took. I, I spent like three hours that night. Even though we're on other topics and other subjects and we're hanging out, having a good time. My mind in the back of my head, I'm thinking endlessly about what am I going to share on James's show. And then finally, finally, I get to tell. I, I come up with the idea of this great story that I know I'm going to tell on James's show when I'm when I'm interviewed, and this is going to go over great. And it's going to be all about my friend who had the Whippy Goldberg Goldberg look. And Stephanie, uh-huh. do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it's like, yeah. And so guess what? Nobody ever is going to listen to that episode because I was never on it. Uh, well, we'll have to have you back, and you can no, start the whole. I, no, I can't you can come start back the now. whole process no, over again. Dude, no way, because now you've rebooted <laughs> and you've added all this other junk that I have to no, do. Word no, stories see, and being. A, let me put you at ease. Being a guest on my show is the easiest thing ever because everybody's got that story that they tell when they get with family members or when they're hanging out at, 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 at with their coworkers, and that's all it is. It's nothing. You don't I have to don't be a comedian. Have those. Oh, I, come on. I Steph, does he have anything embarrassing that he's done? <laughs> I mean, come on. Say, there you go. Right there. Not at liberty to say. See? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Fred yeah. says, Fred cl- says uh, Cliff doesn't say funny stuff on purpose, he says. Mm. Anyway, so James, this isn't a show about me, but uh, I just wanted to say that you're being in you're you're being invited on your show is the only show that's ever made me nervous. Oh wow! About preparing for because I had to be I, there was a, so much pressure to be funny. Be funny now. Be funny. Uh. Prepare to be funny. Anyway, <laughs> so James, so how, how did you get into podcasting anyway? I was in a car with a friend, and uh, he was bragging about his iPod. And the way he did that is he showed me what a podcast was. And I'd never heard of it in my life. Um, And, you know, when people brag, you're kind of like disinterested immediately in what they're showing you. But then he says, dude, me and my friends have started a podcast. And I'm like, okay. So he plays a little bit of it. And it was the worst thing I'd ever heard in my life. Um, (laughs) And he and he knew it. He apologized for it. You know, it was just really shoddy work. And honestly, when I when I got home, I looked him up on iTunes. I didn't even own an iPod at the time, but I downloaded it and I found some stuff out there. And I'm like, hey, I could do this. 
And uh, that was it. Me and my brother had always been someone that had told stories. And, and even at the point where we'd call each other on the phone uh, with a third person on the line and and tell them a story, I'm like, David, why, we're, we're doing this way too slowly. We're going to have to call one person at a time for eternity to get all this out. Why don't we start a show and we'll put it out there and see what happens. And I, I didn't have high hopes. That's why the show's called Nobody's Listening. It's like the worst name in the planet. I'll be the first to admit it. No, I, I kind of actually- hate it. I, I want to tell you right I now. I think it's I, genius. I, oh, really? Absolutely. I let me tell you this. Um, I am a podcast professional consultant, and okay. I will tell you that nobody's listening is among one of my favorite names for a podcast. Wow! But I want to say because I know what the content of your show is about, and okay. and, and the and, and and it makes it fits perfectly with the content of your show because the way I, and and trust me i i've and, and and i hate to admit this to you but i like i said i don't i have not listened to a full episode but i but just the name of the title and just a brief very brief understanding of what your show is about it makes perfect sense and it clearly communicates to me what your show is it's the whole idea of two guys getting together and it's like listen you know let's share that embarrassing story and don't worry nobody's listening right yeah it yeah. makes perfect sense that's that's how we close out every show. That uh, when you tell a funny life story, tell it like nobody's listening. Yes. So so no, well, it's it's a, it's a great brand, and, and I would not be ashamed of it. In fact, um, I hope it means a lot coming from me saying that you know I've, it does. I've seen does. Some, I've seen some people pick some really stupid names, like generally speaking. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> well, it was it was funny the other day. I was listening to your show about names, uh, and you had mentioned, you know, weighing the balance of do I change it? Has it become a brand? And I, and yeah, I think at this point, whether love it or hate it, whether it was genius or not, in El Cat, nobody's listening has you know become a brand. It's something that's recognized, and uh, I'm glad to hear that that it does define the show. I didn't expect that part, but uh, but uh, yeah, it, my uh, my wife wanted to call it two half brothers telling the whole story. But because uh, we were brothers, but, uh, you know, the show has evolved so much. I'm so glad we picked something that was a little more uh, usable, you know, years later. I, w- so. I will tell you this, though. That's a good title as well. And I would argue that that would be a great show. But obviously, if a show morphs away and it's not just you and your half brother anymore telling right. the whole story, and he, that, that certainly you could outgrow that title real fast. But I'm a huge fan of really boring, long titles that really are descriptive <laughs> of what's in the show. And, yeah, and I'm pretty sure that if you went and looked on Google, that two half brothers telling the whole story dot com is probably available. Yeah, I, I would imagine. Yeah. And, and it's not going to cost you, uh, you know, fifteen hundred dollars. I so want to get jointhecommunity.com, dot com, but they want seventeen hundred dollars for it. Oh my goodness! Well, I I recently started. Well, about seventy five days ago, started a blog uh, called uh, "You're Mocking Me, Aren't You?" dot com. And uh, I'm putting daily Buzz Lightyear fan art up uh, that I create for for every day for a year. So I'm a big fan of long URLs too. It, there's so it, I I'm a huge fan of long URLs, my friends, because it it they they if you if you get one that's catchy and it, and it it just sticks and they're available, they're cheap and people remember it. And as long as you can get the sticky phrase and put a dot com at the end, you got it. Right. It just and sucks on a business card, though. In analytics, most folks just type in the words, you know, like a sentence uh, or some configuration of a .com, and they get it anyway. So yeah. it's it's a it's a win win. Well, you brought you brought up another great thing: your artwork, your fan artwork, uh, or, or whatever on the site. Tell us a little bit about your artwork because I I know my audience is going to be very interested in hearing about this. 
Well, I, I've been for years, my shows have always been brought to you in part by drawyouapicture.com where I just offer low quality, low quality, high quality, low cost <laughs> artwork, um, mostly focusing on hobby podcasters and, uh, ministries, uh, you know, children's ministry specifically. I've done a ton of t-shirt designs, logos. Matter of fact, I popped one out this afternoon for a lady that needed something quick and it, I caught, I charged her 30 bucks for a t-shirt design. You know, that's just unheard of, but I'm at the point where I don't do it full time. I just do it for video game money, you know, and, and, and heal, heal microphones once in a while. Um, <laughs> every three years when I get up enough money. Uh, and, and so it's a lot of fun. And then uh, draw you a picture. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, you're mocking me, aren't you? Dot com is just a. It, for me, it, it took the place of Farmville. I, I was playing Farmville, and I was like, "Why am I doing this? It's fun. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm not spending money on it, but it's wasting my time. Can I use this hour a day better?" And so I, I cut my account and started uh, this daily art blog. And it's more than just the fact that I've collected Buzz Lightyear. Uh, since 1996, it's that uh, it, it's challenging me to do something creative every day, um, and and I'm trying to use different mediums. Uh, I've used iPod apps. I've done sculpting. I've I've uh, used plex those little plexi beads, the melty beads. You know, I'm sure every mom knows about melting these beads together with an iron. Uh, I've used construction paper and uh, even French fries to create an image of Buzz Lightyear and post him up on the website. Today's Buzz actually is David Tennant, uh, David Tennant's Doctor Who as Buzz Lightyear. So oh, it's we pretty fun. Check that out. I, I love the Atari Buzz. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here browsing. Cool. Are, you're, yeah. you're mocking me, aren't you.com right now. Oh, there's a doctor. That's cool. I love me some David Tennant. Yeah. Yeah. He's my fave. Yeah, mine too. He has Buzz Lightyear eyebrows when you think of it. He kind of does. <laughs> in real life. That is cool. So, uh, and and by the way, we have a ton of people in the gspn.tv community that do a lot of hobby podcasting. And uh, so if somebody wanted to hire you to do some podcasting artwork, which by the way, I know that you're dirt cheap. So everybody listen up really close right here, right now. James, where can they find you to hire you to create them some great podcast artwork that's going to get them noticed in the iTunes directory and immediately capture the attention in the search results. Well, you get, go to drawyouapicture.com or email me at james at nlcast.com. There you it's go. the best way. Very good. Kylie in the chat room is asking, why Buzz Lightyear? Well, I get that question a lot. As a 37-year-old man whose son's room is decorated like Andy's room, whose home office is, is inundated with Buzz Lightyear and my church office, and the question, I, the way I answer that is, why do people collect Hello Kitty or Spider-Man or anything else? I, it's just something that I bought my first Buzz Lightyear full-sized um, uh, in 1996 on my uh, honeymoon uh, at Disney World. And I've just, I don't know. I like the color. I like the character. I like the, his story, you know, that he was, he was, uh, he was a toy and he thought, thought that was uh -oh. that he had created that he thought was awesome. And it turns out that what he really was, what he was created to be, though he thought that was low. Once he gave up this imaginary world, he found true purpose and meaning. I've actually preached that a few times. Um, so I, I love everything about him. I don't know. It's a good little Baby. thing. Jeezel, peace. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Check this out. This is good stuff. All right. So, so you're a children's pastor, have been yeah. for 10 years, 10 years. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
and you're a podcaster. You're doing this as a hobby. Now, I happen to know that you do enough podcasting that, you know, oh, man, you should be making some good cash with this thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I do okay. I mean, the, the, we we get sponsored by our by our listeners, um, and that pays the bills. Uh, but most of the income from that uh, comes from the secondary, you know, drawyoupicture.com folks getting referenced to uh, referred to that. Right. Um, but you know, I, it's still a hobby. I try to keep it fun and, uh, but yeah, I mean, we do okay enough to pay taxes. You know? There you go. Well, <laughs> Hey, uh, you used to do, and I'm wondering if you're still doing it. Cleancast.com. Do you, are you still running that? That was a site that I thought was a great idea. It just, there wasn't enough whatever. And no, we, we pulled that down about three or four months ago. Um, it was a great little community, but there were folks doing that already. And I think clean has such a stigma attached to it that, that people kind of want to stay away from it. Um, clean to, to people outside of people that want clean comedy means boring, not funny, not, not interesting. And so I don't know. I don't know. It was a good idea. I really think it could have done something and we got, you know, 15, 16 shows involved. Uh, but at the end of the day, it was just something that, that, it was costing a lot of time and effort yeah, to put it together. Exactly. I put my I put that effort somewhere else. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Um I, I, I definitely think it was a great idea. Um but but something like that trust me, I know from networks that, that it does take a lot of time, effort, and energy to really pull those things off and to do it well. And I think you were doing it well, but the thing is is uh when you start thinking about being a husband, a father, a pastor uh, a podcaster, a community leader, um, and, you know, business owner, drawing arts, uh, you know, and, and stuff like that. When it comes down to it, you really do have to find a way to monetize the different things that, that you do work on uh, right. that, that require so much time, energy, and effort, and attention. And and trust me, I, I know all about choosing. It's like, yeah, there's a way to monetize this, but is this really the best, most efficient use of my time? And, exactly. and stuff like that. And so sometimes you have to, you have to really stop this. So, so, uh, is that site still out there or what's gone on with that? Um, it's, it's been let go. I, I had it redirecting for a time to, uh, my main website. And then after that, I just, I just let the URL expire. But, uh, yeah, my wife, uh, requires that my stuff, uh, not necessarily turn a profit, but it's worth my time to give it away, you know? So, uh, and, and clean casts has just, yeah, it was, just one of those things that didn't work. And, and, and I've done that. I've, I've started, I think I've started more podcasts than I've, than I've actually kept, you know? Uh, and that's the wonderful thing about it. I do my own artwork, uh, make my own music and such most of the time. So I start a show, try it for a few weeks. If it, if it doesn't pick up, I stop it and start something else. So there's uh, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong <laughs> with that at all. I, we've done more than 24 different podcasts here. And I think we have eight or nine that are currently in existence today that are continuously produced. So there you go. Very cool. So uh, what other, obviously, gosh, you've covered a lot of your hobbies, but I mean, is there anything else that you do with your free time outside of what you've shared with us? Um, I like writing music. It's uh, I, I write music for kids here and there, silly songs that, that um, make kids laugh and, and that, has had seems to have that appeal that even middle schoolers and adults like uh if you go to youtube and look up jojo the clown or the monkey chicken dance actually 
It's uh, it's the people call that one an earworm. It gets in your head and won't leave you alone. Where's this at? Go YouTube. Uh, go to what? YouTube and uh, the the monkey chicken dance. It's actually been um, performed by kindergarten classes all over the place. Uh, people write in and ask, "Hey, can we do this and and add music or uh, add motions to it?" And somebody even videotaped it and put it up. But uh, all right, one, there, se- there one second. Here we go. Y'all ready to kick it? The monkeys and the chickens, they do a little dance And every time they do it, everybody claps I wish that I could do it so they could clap for me But I cannot do the monkey chicken dance You see, is it because I'm not like a monkey? Is it because I don't have a tail? Is it because I wear shirts and pants and shoes? Is it because I'm not covered with hair? chickens they do a little dance and every time they do it everybody claps i wish that i could do it so they could clap for me but i cannot do the monkey chicken dance you see is it because i'm not like a chicken is it because i don't flap around is it because i have hands and feet and toes is it because i don't make a box box sound all right, very awesome. <laughs> so he does you- eventually get taught the dance, and it's very fun for the kids that he uh, he gets to experience the clapping. So awesome. So let me ask you um, the 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 music there, the song. Did you, you obviously you wrote it? You obviously sang it. Did you do all the music as well? Yeah, but I cheat. I cheat. I use uh, you know keyboards that have sequencing built in. That's not and, cheating. Uh, <laughs> it is not cheating at all. Well, good deal. I mean, you, 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 I mean, the, the question, though, know, is, is like, I mean, obviously, you didn't hire out other musicians to play no, stuff no. like that. I mean, you were able to pull off that entire thing, that entire production, including the artwork and animation that goes with it, that you did all of that. Yeah, right at the computer. There you go. My friends, let me tell you, this is a guy right here who should be making some money. I'm just saying. Oh. I'm just saying. <laughs> 48 days to the work you love, my friend. Have you read it? No, I probably should, but... Oh. You know, um, we've talked about this. I'm in a place where, you know, I'm doing what I'm called to do and yeah, I know, and I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. And I could either fulfill myself or find fulfillment in what I'm doing. And, and um, I, I, much like a man could be pulled from his wife by a mistress that yeah. seems more uh, attractive and, and, and all this, uh, I, I'm, I'm making the choice to stay where I'm at and, and uh, make the most of that and, and finding ways for my creativity to enhance my ministry. So it's always been a, a pull. You know, I wanted to be a musician for a long time, and I knew this is where God was directing me to go into full-time ministry. And um, so, you know, I'm not, I don't want to paint it like it's a challenge. I love what I do. But there are times where, uh, yeah, I'd love to be uh, mimicking everything Cliff Ravenscraft is doing. So. Well, but uh, it's I, all I, good. I just, I'm just excited to find that you know you you are doing what you love for a living. You are finding purpose in your daily life, and that it, that it's filling, and you are making you know the you're making ends meet, and God's providing and and stuff like that. So it's it's great, and and I love the fact that no matter where you are, you have all these God given gifts and talents. That that I mean, no matter what you decide to do, there's always opportunities out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it's gonna it's gonna be good. Yeah, it's all good. Well, very cool. Um, Stephanie, did you have any questions at all? Oh, no, I don't have any questions. Okay, you asked me to be here, so to make fun of me, just makes you I know. 
me. Ow, you threw a pen at me. You made fun of me. Get him. I did. <laughs> she Good did. Deal. Trust me. I've got the welt to prove it. Oh, you don't have a welt? I know. I'm just kidding. Well, James, uh, so so w- let's see here. You've you've started more podcasts than you have uh, than are completely are currently being put together. What shows <laughs> are in existence today okay. that people can find in iTunes? Well, uh, first I'll start start with the shortcut. The all the websites are mentioned and listed out at uh, nlcast.com. N L as in nobody's listening. Cast.com. Uh, but nobody's listening is the first one clean comedy podcast, telling funny life stories, inviting you to do the same, uh, explicit answers, a show I do with my wife, where we answer questions from a Judeo Christian perspective with no holds barred. Um, if you're a moron, we're going to tell you you're being a moron. If you're doing great, we're going to tell you you're doing great. And, uh, that's, that's doing very well over at explicitanswers.com. podcast kid is a, is a show by a kid for kids that I do with my six year old daughter, where we talk about, uh, stuff that it goes on in a kid's life. It always has a moral. We talk about love. We talk about dads and moms and uh, bullies and things like that. There's always music and a story from JoJo um, and, 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 and a custom song that we do. It's very funny. Um, and then let's see, Help, I'm a Children's Pastor is a show that I do where we're, um, we're focusing on the needs of the everyday children's minister, not so much about leadership and, and volunteer leading, because if you're just an up and starting children's pastor with no volunteers, you don't need a lot of that. And that seems to be where the world is, you know, the children's ministry world is going right now is all leadership stuff. So we focus on how to teach an object lesson and how to create one from scratch, how to work with uh, little to no space and sharing spaces with your, you know, how to have uh, uh, stage presence and things like that. And then um, CHOP the is the official Axe Cop podcast that we do with co-creator and artist Ethan Nicole. And that's at chopcast.com. And if you haven't heard of Axe Cop, it is great. It's written by a six-year-old kid, illustrated by his 30-year-old brother, both who happen to be believers, by the way. And uh, it is taking the web by storm, and we're glad to uh, be a part of that. That's a bi-weekly podcast that we do. And then I have a, a personal audio show called The GOK, The Gospel of Kennison, which is a joke in and itself. And that's at gok.nlcast.com. So uh, there's a few more, but that, those are the ones that are uh, really blowing and going right now. And I appreciate the opportunity to share those with your uh, community. Awesome. And folks, you can find James also over at gspncommunity.com, where he now has his own profile. We'll put a link to that in the show notes, as well as all this other wonderful stuff that, uh, that James has uh, shared with us. And um, I just want to say thank you for the opportunity to... Um, be able to interview here, you here and introduce you to the entire gspn.tv community, though I would say that a good 15-20% of our audience out there already is, is, is probably just as familiar with you as they are with the Ravenscrafts. <laughs> well, thank you. It was an honor. And uh, to all you people out there, sorry I ruined your community by joining it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, everybody, if you are interested in being a participant here of the Community Voice podcast, we do interview a brand new or not brand new, but sometimes brand new like James is brand new. But uh, we interview uh, plus members who have been here and are contributing to the content and community of GSPN.TV. If you want to learn more about plus membership, head over to GSPN.TV slash plus. They are the people that make this show and every show here at gspn.tv possible as well as our wonderful sponsor over there at mardell.com thank you mardell 
for sponsoring Family from the Heart. But anyway, gspn.tv slash plus. We encourage you also to uh, hang out and plug into the community at gspncommunity.com. And um, I, I think I'm done talking. So until next time, Stephanie and James, if you want to join us, join. No, it's just me. The community. Bye, everybody. <laughs> there's, there's a delay in Skype. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> All right. Thanks. <laughs> Bye, everybody.